0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Gird your loins. It's time to go on vacay. Hey guys, welcome back to Vacay. I'm your host, Lisa Hamilton. This week's guest is an actor who has starred in some of your favorite all-time TV shows. She got started in the industry on a little iconic program called H2O. She then went on to star in shows like Revenge, Tidelands on Netflix, and most recently she was on Home and Away. So iconic. It is Annabelle Stevenson. Now, I got her on vacay this week to talk about the idea of traveling alone. Uh, We saw in recent years books like Eat, Pray, Love that got made into a movie starring Julia Roberts and, of course, Under the Tuscan Sun that... Push this idea of women at a crossroads in their lives and and traveling overseas to discover themselves. And Annabelle did something very similar a few years ago. So I got her on to talk all about that and accepting your lonely, owning your lonely, and especially when that comes to traveling and the experiences that open up to you when you're vulnerable and do something like that. And it's about that time that I harass you all to like, subscribe, maybe leave a little review wherever you consume your podcasts. And of course, follow at Podcast on Instagram and interact. Give me some engagement. I would really appreciate it. Okay. Hope you enjoy the episode. Annabelle Stevenson, thank you so much for joining me on Vacay, along with the man who's fucking drilling outside my window. <laughs> Not a problem. I mean, maybe he's just jealous. He wants to be a part of it. I think, I think I'm think i just so on edge because it's you and I want to make sure that this is a perfect episode and it just so happens yes. to be that um, a man <laughs> – is trying to ruin my day on International Women's Day. <laughs> I know that's not okay. <laughs> but okay, I don't I don't want to kick things off on a on a low negative point because I mean, I wish people could see your smile. It's truly it's it's gotten me out of my initial funk.
0: Look <laughs> at it. It's quite look
1: large. it's large <laughs> there, and it's beautiful. There are some
0: gnashes in there. I've got mm. some quite large gnashes.
1: But thank you for joining me on vacay.
0: Thanks for having me. I couldn't celebrate International Women's Day any other way than
1: being with my queen. I know. And celebrating and, what you do. And for the for for the audience, this is coming out on Wednesday, but we're recording this on International Women's Day. So hopefully yes. we're, we're still feeling um, the love in two days. Yeah,
0: I'm sure we will. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I've been trying to get you on the podcast for a while and it's not for any other I reason, know. just that we can't get our shit together. And No, I know. <laughs> I know. We finally got the shit and it's in one place. The shit so has been are. combined. Um, has. The reason why I wanted to get you on the podcast, besides uh, from the fact that I know that you, you spin a really good yarn, I wanted to talk to you about a trip that you went on a few years ago and how that ties into a trend that we saw come into the, come into popularity when a book came out called Eat, Pray, Love. Mm. Mm. Uh, now the book was called eat pray love written by a woman called elizabeth gilbert and it was her true story her memoirs about Mm. her life being a 34 year old splitting up with her husband and coming to the realization oh my god was she 34 she was 34 when i read and watched it i was like she's in her 50s or something i thought she was so much older when that came out oh my gosh that's... well yes i think i do relate to that story <laughs> a lot more now <laughs> but yeah i know isn't it so interesting when you you think that uh, a story that's being portrayed in in hollywood is is so far away from your age and then you get there and you're yeah. like oh
0: oh oh dear oh. There it is. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. But
1: despite <laughs> that the, mm. the takeaway from that film was like widely accepted by women all over the world that it's totally okay to get to a point in your life and completely change directions and and mm. it's okay to do that because I it's such a scary thing to do. And also owning you're lonely which is different from yes. loneliness but owning your lonely which is going out and and doing something on your own and i think there's there's no scarier and challenging thing to do on your own as a woman than going mm. traveling overseas
0: yeah exactly because i think everyone has the society has this perception that you know you've got to get it all out of your system and then you settle down and you just you know you're stuck on that track for the rest of your life which hey I'm all about it but yeah there's something quite liberating I think especially when that book came out really liberating for everyone to go hold on a minute I'm not locked in I'm not bound you know and there's so much more to discover out there so yeah I think that was a really huge awakening for for women for sure.
1: Yeah and like that book and also I remember Under the Tuscan Sun. <gasps> Under the Tuscan Sun! Just... I loved that movie. Ugh. I watched these films or read the books and thought I fucking am inspired and in awe mm. by these women. And I think a lot of other people felt that same way and it and it sparked this trend. Which mm. which leads me to your story. And I'd love yes. to I'd love to, I guess, get a bit of an understanding about what made you decide to go to Italy in the first place what made you book the ticket
0: yeah so um uh well you and I did an exchange to Italy when we were 16 um to Verona
1: and uh did we talk about many it- the the gastro now or later
0: oh, we can maybe put that on ice yeah let's come back
1: to that one. uh i think we infected all
0: of rome with that gastro yeah uh, that was like I, the pre-rona was the gastro I, I, couldn't at, I couldn't
1: shit or vomit anymore after 48 hours i had not a thing no. left
0: No, we were very ill little girls. Mm. (laughs) Anyway,
1: that's neither here nor there. Nor there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, after that exchange, obviously, we've always had a little, you know, thing for Italy, being Italophiles. And um, so it was about two years ago now. So I had lived most of my life abroad or, you know, not in my hometown, lived in Sydney, lived in LA for six years. And I'd come back and I'd... um, Done a job on Tidelands for Netflix, and that had finished up and I just was in a place where I was sort of acclimatizing back to being in Australia, but I felt like this job had finished, and I was in a just a bit of a rut. Um, I'd come out of a huge relationship in l a um came back, went straight to work, and then suddenly, when all that finished, I realized you know how you say about the only the lonely I was sort of like but who who am I now? Like, I've done all this sort of growing and, you know, I've gone through a lot of shit, but it's all stopped. So I have to stop, like, think now, like, who am I? (laughs) And um, I was like, I want to do something different. I want to re-engage. I want to, you know, I I love languages and I love arts and um, I love food. And I was like, I just want to be ignited again, you know. I felt just really dull on the inside. So... Anyway, um, I was just saying that to my parents. I was living with them at the time and, um, yeah, my dad was just like, why don't you go to Italy? Why don't you just do that? You've always said you wanted to go to Italy. And, um, I was like, oh, I know, I know, but how can I do that? It's like, just book a ticket. And I was like, Oh no, nah, I don't know. Anyway, my dad being my dad, you know, he just figures everything out super quick. He's so like proactive <laughs> and, um, Within an hour, he was just like, oh, I found a um, language school in Bologna and you can just go for like, you know, six weeks and study the language and why don't you just go study the language and go eat food and then just come back? You don't have to make it a big thing. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds kind of cool. And he's like, yeah, they can, look, it says here they can set you up in an apartment with some other people or on your own or whatever. And I was like, yeah, okay. Let's do it. So I just booked a ticket like right then and there. And then I had to go online to this school and I had to do a full on exam so they could see where I was at with my Italian language. And, um, and then next, yeah, I'd booked in for, for six weeks to go to Bologna and I'd never been to Bologna. And um, my dad's business partner had just been there and said it's the food capital of Northern Italy. So I was like, right, here I go. Let's get some more to Della in me. Let's do this. <laughs>
1: and it, and it was just that kind of whim, and you were like, yeah. I don't, I don't have a good reason to say no.
0: Yeah, because I hadn't, I, I didn't have an acting gig coming up. I was living with my parents, and I was just sort of like, yeah, why not? This is it. Just
1: seems to have fallen into the right timing of my life, and why not? You know. <laughs> The, what's the worst that could happen It's six weeks of your life at, at the most you'll get this incredibly enriching experience and you'll dip back into like you know as you said you you really glossed over it but you are incredible at languages and you have this knack for it so like yeah at the very most you'll you'll get that back and you'll you'll you know yeah. double down on those skills at the worst you'll you'll kind of you know have some nice food and and come home at the end mm. of it so was yeah. there any was there any fear even even up to the moment when you were getting on the plane or even getting off the plane was there any fear that crept in
0: when I got off the plane because I remember like when I got on the plane I was like oh my god this is so much fun da da, da, da. I just bought my new Ralph Lauren puffer jacket <laughs> and I was like I'm gonna look so chic um And I remember in Singapore I, like, made friends with this guy in the lounge and I was just like, yeah, cool, this is going to be easy. Like, you know, I'm a little social butterfly, I can do this. But then as soon as I landed um, in Italy and everyone was speaking Italian around me and it was actually cold and I'd just come from summer in Australia and I was just like, oh. And I had to use WhatsApp to find the girl who who I was going to live with to let me in um, to the apartment and I was like, who's this girl? Like, I don't, what? And so, yeah, when I got into the cab to go to my apartment and I had zero idea where I was going, I had never been to the city before. I had, I knew absolutely no one. I was packing it. I was so packing it. I was like, I want to go <laughs>
1: How did you push through that? When did you start to feel like, no, 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 I've made the right decision?
0: Mm. So um, the girl, Ellie, who's now one of my really good friends, um, she's Swedish um, and she was 19 at the time. And uh, she answered the door, this gorgeous girl, and she's like, hi, come in, come in. And, like, we went up and, you know, this tiny little apartment. And I was like, oh, my God, there are three bedrooms in this thing. And then my bedroom with two single beds along the wall, like not even put together, just like along long, I was like, who's, who's sleeping in that
1: one? Like I was like, In pick. Italy, you <laughs> sleep head on one and then there's a space and then you put the feet at the other end. It's an Italian thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: so <laughs> tiny. So what got me through that? Well, I think I had a really warm welcome and she was really nice and had a shower. I got there in the afternoon and um, she got me my keys and stuff. And oh my god, my first day there though, I was a hot mess, and Good. I was so tired. I had a little nappy
1: nap, and then I made nap. friends
0: with. I love a nap, and I just sleep so. I just don't move. Oh, everyone needs to
1: know that Annabelle sleeps like a dead person, full, <laughs> full mummy doesn't move like head on the pillow arms directly by the side and (laughs) and honestly Annabelle says that one of her biggest time savers in life is that she really doesn't have to make the bed she because she doesn't move no (laughs) move an inch and in the morning she just goes up and off I go there you go (laughs) yep
0: the pillows on the other side of the bed don't even move. Like I legit just have to fold the sheet back. I'm like it
1: looks like a looks display good. bed in a model home. It's like <laughs> yeah. not a soul it has does. ever touched this bed. No. <laughs> so it was great when I was uh, when I had this
0: single bed in Italy because I didn't it roll saved around. It more just...
1: time.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Anyway, the first night I was so like, I guess I I also have social anxiety and I come across as this big, you know, bouncy personality, but really I'm, I'm, I'm quite a nervous person deep down and there's a lot of insecurities. So, um, you know, like you said, how did I push through it? Um, I just kind of had just like, I just went out, you know, and I was like, right. And I'd made friends with, um, the air hostesses and hosts on the the plane um from rome you did. to M- milan i know you always do oh, of course <laughs> i did <laughs> just random friends and they're like "Oh, we're actually staying the night in bologna so you know if you're around blah 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 you anyway, know i just like i just decided right put some lippy on curl my hair put my nice jacket on and let's just go let's just wander let's just see where i end up And I remember walking into the piazza and all the lights were twinkling and there was live music. In Bologna, there's just live music all the time. And it's old and it's cold. And I just remember in this big piazza with this giant church. And I was just so excited. I just remember going, no, this is exactly where I need to be. I'm instantly inspired just from stepping outside just from the sounds just from the sights i was ignited again i was full you know and i was like rut where do i get some wine <laughs> so yeah I just dove anywhere, straight. In <laughs> anywhere in italy anywhere in italy and it's always local and always delicious so yeah, I just remember uh, just the, sh- the shops like you walk past all these delis in there like big prosciutto legs hanging from the wall there's this fresh produce everywhere there's um this this uh, street called um Pesquiere Vecchia which is um it's all the old fishermen would come and um, it's still working it's still like operating today and you go down this alleyway it's all this fresh seafood just like you know slopping around and like next to this um tortellini shop and you're just like oh this is amazing oh, so sensory just, overload sensory overload i was just like i don't know what to do so do i all. think it was an i know and i think that's when it was about four weeks in and I just said to myself, I, there's too much to see here. I'm not, I can't. So I ended up living there for seven months. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think in a way you had to push through that first night to set the tone for yourself, like push through that comfort zone. Mm. And cause it, it takes, Uh, A lot of confidence when you're traveling on your own to go out into a city with nobody that you know, but it's essential, especially if you're setting up to live there.
0: Well, the thing is, I had there were several key moments when I had my time over there, which were really um, which I thought there were really big learning curves. Um, And that was a when I first arrived and I didn't know a soul and I had to find the courage to step out and mm. go. The second was the um, the first day I went to my, my language school and I just had such self-doubt and I just realised like we all carry this persona but really deep down I don't think we give ourselves enough credit of what we're capable of. Um, and the first day I had to go to my school and I was just absolutely nervous. I hadn't studied in years. Um, I was in a classroom full of strangers. They don't speak English though. You, they speak just Italian. So it's a full immersion. And I was just like, I don't, I'm, I'm 30. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't studied. I, 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 how am I going to do this? Um, anyway, I pushed through that and then I ended up getting, Higher levels, higher levels, higher levels. I became more fluent, you know. I made the best of friends. Um, And it, it just showed to me on my third, there was a third time where I decided to leave Bologna because I was like, actually, I want to continue learning something here. And I think I've got a good grasp on the language. So I decided to move to Florence and began to study to become a um, English as a foreign language teacher and the first day that I rocked up in Florence to this school and they were all like Americans or whatever I was in the corridors and I had a full-blown panic attack full-blown I was on the phone to my dad it was like midnight in Australia and I was I was a wreck I was in this Mm. bloody school in the middle of Florence and on the balcony just a heaving mess because I was so scared of failure I was so Mm. scared of being alone again in a, a new city um the challenges of of doing something completely new and unknown to me um again having to make friends all over again and also forth like having to prove to myself what if I what if I can't do this, you know? Anyway, I had a good chat with my dad and he said, right, come on, you can do this. You're Annabelle Stevenson. And I was like, all right. And I, I told myself that day, I was like, you've just, come on, you got to do this. And um, girl topped the class and got offered a job in Florence to teach at that same school. So I did it. So that was like the third sort of moment where I was like, wow, this whole experience is more profound than just going traveling. It's really personal game changer for
1: sure and also you were able to prove that voice of doubt so wrong Mm. yeah yeah exactly you got so much out of this I think probably more than you expected when you just on a whim booked that that trip, right?
0: Not at all because there was no itinerary. I just thought I was just going to go to Bologna and make pasta and just study grammar for 6 weeks, you know? And I ended up with a, you know, another notch on my uh, work belt and I made lifelong friends, I got fluent in a language, I learned how to make regional dishes. I had love affairs i had friend affairs i had you know i studied i i explored it was just all of it and um yeah i didn't expect it at all so it was yeah amazing
1: i remember obviously we kept in contact the whole Mm -hmm. um the whole time well our whole lives (laughs) yeah i don't know why that sounded so funny coming up like um Just so you guys know, we communicate to each other because we've known each other since we were eight. Yeah. It happens. So we were communicating primarily through WhatsApp voice notes because of the time difference. So Mm. it was always so exciting for me to wake up and get voice notes from you to hear about your adventures. And... Mm. In a way, I was able to live vicariously through you. You know, it was so exciting for me to watch the Annabelle. or well, listen to the Annabelle show. I would get my <laughs> daily updates of this incredible experience that you were going through. And I remember one particular voice note that really stood out to me. No, no, no! I don't this know what you're going to say. <laughs> I know. I can just see your face. You're so nervous. <laughs> Like, oh, God, (laughs) what did I tell you? (laughs) You told... The voice note I woke up to were a series um, of messages regarding the night out that you'd had the night before. Mm -hmm. And we all know that Italy has these beautiful provincial areas and the food and the drinking, but they've got some fucking sick clubs. They do? (laughs) You, hun, you were going out. I was like checking the calendar. I'm like, wait, she went out last night. That'd be a Tuesday. (laughs) Literally going to the club on a Tuesday and you're like, yeah, and I will be going out again. And you're like, I'm at language school with all these 19, 20-year-olds. They actually yeah. think I'm, like, 21 yeah. <laughs> and I'm not correcting them and I'm having to keep up with them. And you know what, Lisa? I am. I've, yeah. I've still <laughs> it was got a miracle. it in me.
0: <laughs> I did. I had it in me. I didn't know I did, this whole bird. No, you're right because Bologna is a university town as well. So we would make friends, um, you know, at the local pub or whatever, but they'd all be bloody, you know, university students and yeah my, my one of my best friends there was 19 other girl was 23 and um yeah these boys that we met and they're all like oh yeah well you obviously like you're, you're 24 or 25 I was like mmm mm, mm-hmm. yes you think that yes yeah so but I had to live up to this idea that I was in my mid-twenties. I was 30 and I was fair. I had to sleep a lot longer than those guys did after a night. <laughs> I did not bounce back as well
1: as they did. But by no but, um, means is 30 old, like, come on. It's that's, not, guys. Yes, PSA. But, I but just, it's important uh, to note that Annabelle simply must go to bed at 9pm every night. <laughs> She's for sure the grandma of our friendship group, but she also, like... She goes hard, but like not. Mm. There's not a long lot of longevity there. So I'm actually no. super proud of you for making. Thank you. I mean, no one would go out to the clubs in Europe until after eleven anyway, and I just know the deep sighs oh. you would have been having, like the the moments of solitary mm. Just being like, come on, let's rally, Bell. Come on, let's yeah, let's stay awake. Let's. I you think you're 25. Right. Come on. I know. <laughs>
0: Just put another layer of concealer on. <laughs> oh, I remember. So I turned 31 when I was there in April. And um, I was like, well, like it's my birthday and my girlfriends who I was living with, they're like, well, you got to turn 26 because everyone thinks you're 25. And I was like, but I'm turning 31. And they were like, well, you know, you, you have you have to turn 26. So <laughs> it's I had negotiable like... It's non-negotiable i had this like little party before we went out to the clubs for my birthday and um my my cake had a candle of two and six so i was so all of the social media <laughs> It, it was me turning 26 in Bologna. I was turning 31 and everyone was like, "Al goody, tanti auguri, buon compleanno. 26, 26, che And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my I am god. Li- I'm literally living a lie." Um <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, anyway, so good. yeah. I never got found out.
1: And I can't imagine anyone would bust you on that like if you found out that information you'd probably just go i'd let her have it i'll let her have it
0: well actually there was this one guy i'm I'm gonna really spill my beans now right sorry mum um but he was 19 Mm. and i met him out i didn't know he was but he didn't know i was 31 so um we had a couple of smooches and a couple of coffee dates and stuff and um anyway yeah he was a cutie and um <laughs> on the last day he was like he didn't speak a lick of English but he was like, on the last day before I went to Florence he was like amore I've um you've been keeping a secret from me and I was like so what do you mean and he was like well I was talking to my flatmate and saying that you were an actress and he'd asked if I'd googled you <gasps> and I hadn't so you're not 25 are you no 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 and I was like no Sorry, what do you mean? He's like, it very much says your age on Google. And I was like, oh, <clears throat> that's very interesting that you say that. Um, you no, talk. I am not. <laughs> yeah. Don't believe the fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, look, you're right. I'm not mm-hmm. 25, but you're still here, aren't you? And he was like, you're right. And I'm not going anywhere. I was like, <laughs> she still got it. <laughs> and then you just run away. Could then I bailed. <laughs> I
1: was like, gotta go to Florence see
0: you, but I never see you again.
1: <laughs> honestly, I have. where I was my actual age in Florence. I have no issues with that. Like as long as it's legal and there's consent. Honestly, get railed by a 19-year-old Italian guy. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> It didn't go that far. Oh, okay. Sorry. My <coughs> mind went, <clears throat> we can, we can just, pic- <laughs> we just picture what that might have been like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So as a bit of a takeaway, uh, if there mm. are any women out there who are perhaps feeling like they're in a bit of a rut and... You know, the good news is I think we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of this pandemic. I mean, touch wood, I really don't want to get too ahead of myself. But I I can imagine there's a lot of women out there who have been living for the past two years through this pandemic and feeling a little, well, a little more than itchy feet, but wanting to get out there and experience something similar to you or just, you know, get away from, from their rut or whatever they're living in right now. What would be your number one piece of advice to those women?
0: Oh, that's a good question, eh? Um, I can only speak from my own experience, is that you're stronger than you know and there's a whole world waiting out there for you and it's up to you to go out and discover it. So even if you do have trepidations or fear... The world is like, it's got its arms open. So if you're willing to step out the door and go into it with your arms open, you'll just be hugged right back. So that's just what I learned from that.
1: Definitely. Golden ticket question. Okay. If there wasn't a pandemic, money wasn't an issue, you could go literally anywhere in the world tomorrow. Where are you going? Oh, dearie me. I have two. I have two. Can I have two? Yeah, you can have two. I make the rules here, so if anyone's angry about it, they can fuck off. (laughs) Look, obviously I would always say Italy, but just to, like, change it up,
0: I think I'd have some epic mansion in Santorini Mm. and do, like, a summer in Greece, you know, with all that beautiful vista, great fresh food, some, you know, boating expeditions, you know, just think of a Santorini. A second one would be I would go to the Northern Lights around Christmas time and go on a sled with reindeer and have like this really sick, like, glass cabin or something in the woods and have a fire and yummy food and mm. have like a really magical, like, Christmas, you
1: know? You're a woman, woman kind of, of two pool. extremes.
0: I know, I know. Well, I love that about that's you. Me.
1: Aren't we all complex and and wonderful creatures? (laughs) How about you, Lisa? Where would you go? Uh, I've answered this. People do get very defensive because they go, you've just put me on the spot. And the whole point of this is, I want you to just think gun to your head. And people always go, yeah. well, y- what about you? Because they get there uh-huh. like a little bit miffed that I've put them on the spot. So <laughs> in the first few episodes, I was saying sim- in similar ilk to Santorini, I was saying Mykonos just go there and dick around Ooh. for a week and just forget what my name mm. is. Mm-hmm. But now I'm feeling – I really want to go to South Africa. I've always wanted to do Ooh. the safari, even though it, it actually terrifies me a little bit. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's – I think that's why I'm drawn to it. I'd love to go and do the safari and just just be out on the Serengeti and watch drafts. That would be amazing, going, wouldn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah. And you also can, like, do glamping as opposed to, like, just camping
1: Oh, I will absolutely I, not be camping. It'll be the full, I'm a, full,
0: full glam. Group.
1: I'd yeah. like a yeah. Let the minute show. I'll be showering twice, <laughs> twice daily a day. Okay. Yes,
0: a hundred percent with my giraffes in the background.
1: Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. So that yeah, that's fabulous. My... I'd do that with you. Yeah, come along. We'll make it happen. Sure. If if there's any tour groups in the Serengeti that would like to. <laughs> very mouthy girls from the gold coast <laughs> to come along on the tour i we're ready we're ready we'll give I you some content to share i haven't had the jab yet but when it's <clears throat> when it's my turn yeah when rona fucks off yeah. we'll go i'm ready to go um okay so belly i like to give my guests a little minute to shout out any projects that they're working on where can people find you mm-hmm. what's your at where can mm-hmm. people uh, see you, most importantly, because you've got a lot of hot content out there that's available on, a, on some streaming platforms, so where can people oh, yeah. find yeah? that? Well,
0: my, in, my Instagram's just Annabelle Stevenson, but I was most recently on Home and Away, um, but there are a couple of movies out there, like Escape Room on Amazon, and ABC Revenge is now on um disney plus i was on that for a bit but um yeah i've actually got a a new project coming out um around easter time i think um so keep your eyes out for that i can't say what it is yet but i got to work alongside one of my best friends rick donald and Mm. it is a comedy so that will be a
1: lot of fun to watch and can we say where that might be coming to or is that giving away too much um, It's on. It's
0: a free to air Australian channel. Yes. Yes, yeah, and so, it's an original but,
1: comedy, and yes, it sounds fucking hilarious. So yes, yeah. <laughs> so see that one. we had free reign, which was great. So dangerous, yes. dangerous for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Well, Annabelle, thank you so much for joining me on vacay, and thank you for being vulnerable and telling your story. I think it's it's such a important part of of a woman's life is to have these moments so well done for going through that and getting out of your comfort zone and also being you know brave to share it with everyone I really appreciate it
0: thanks my love well thank you for having me it's been a kind of story that I guess people are always like really interested by I've never really sat down and talked about it. So yeah, it's been really fun to relive it. I'm gonna to listen to Italian music for the whole rest of the day now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, who do we love? Um Tiziano Ferro. Tiziano Ferro. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta get that on. Okay, well I love you yeah. very much and ciao. Ciao amore. I love you. Ciao amore, ciao.